Welcome back to another episode of Caps Off by Adam Tabachi. By Arthur Smith. By Arthur Smith. By Arthur Smith. Bye. Thank God, bro. Bijan's officially back. Bijan is back. Back Bijan. You saw the the rumors of Bill Belichick might go to Atlanta. Nah, now we can't do that. No, 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 no. I don't want that. We cannot do that. I heard you're going to Atlanta. We cannot do that. I'm going to Atlanta. Yeah, I'm the quarterback or the coach uh, or the coach. GM. Well, head they coach. kept their GM. I'd be a. I would. All I know is Bijan would get 20 touches, like 20 real touches a game mm-hmm. at least. Like, well, we finally at the end of the season. What a oh, crazy, so what a sad. crazy season it's been. We're gonna do a little yes. recaps. Welcome back to our recaps episode. By the way, Ooh. I feel like it's been a while. Hey, um, we're all back in the studio. This is mm. the first time we're here without Jack. Sad. Um, Adam, you got to see Jack this weekend, right? I did. I was actually with him last night at the Dolphins game. I nice. took him. Yeah. Yes, nice. kiss. Uh, a few times. Nice. Yeah, there's videos of that, actually. Hell yeah. Um, you know, I give credit to Jack. You know, we've always joked about him being such a, a real passionate bandwagon fan, and he... He's really good about it. He's, he's he really not, made me feel that. I feel that. like most... I've said this about him for a while. Most people are horrible at bandwagoning. It's, like, annoying. It's, like, oh, you just live here, and now you're yeah. ready for this team. Yeah. Jack does it really well, where mm. it doesn't bother me. Makes yeah. sense. He, like... He, he embodies the culture. When it was he like four minutes left and the, Bills and the Bills were driving, I was I think I hadn't said a word in like 22 minutes. And Jack's like trying to fire me up and be supportive yeah, and everything. Like he was like, come on, Adam, come on. They need you. Tua needs you right yep. now. And then Tua threw an INT, so that's cool. Yep. Not a great game for the Dolphins. Dude, that picture of Tua literally shitting his pants during the <laughs> yeah. game. I mean, that's, that's honestly I've never accurate. seen a player do that. Yeah. It's accurate. It's Amazing. Accurate. That was crazy. Amazing <laughs> photography work by the NFL sideline photographers. Honestly. Shout out Ghetto Gronk, though, you know? Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty damn accurate. Yo, that shit's crazy. Though. Like, uh, that shit, literal shit was crazy. Shit was crazy. Well, it was a lot of shit. TikTok. Clip that shit out because it's going to go viral. <laughs> <laughs> Put it on a TikTok. Oh, also, speaking of viral, we haven't been together since uh, we absolutely got to... We oh, murdered we that went, man. We Talk about dumb climbing. on dumb <laughs> climbing. Dude. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Wow. If, well, you we seen the video, if you haven't seen the video, go to the Game Day NFL Twitter account and uh, check out... Uh, the video of us reaming Dove Klein. Well, let's clarify. We didn't ream him out. We just spoke facts and what happened. The comments reamed him out. The ratios on his Twitter account were insane. Mm -hmm. I mean, and congratulations to us because it's clear that Dove was saying that we were using him for like attention. attention, Which is (laughs) like, they want attention. It's like, bro, (laughs) ain't nobody want to deal with you, dude. Like, Jesus Christ. That was hilarious. But even if we were, it worked, so. Well, why not? It was <laughs> no, some of the comments were hilarious. You would click on any one of Dove's tweets, and then on that tweet would be, be like, like ratio, are you, are you a hacker? Will you address the allegations? Address the allegations. Those are the best ones. So address funny. the allegations. Like, his OJ Simpson yeah, exactly. or something. Uh, <laughs> I wonder. So I wonder, out of all the people watching on TikTok right now, did anyone see the video on, like, Twitter? Did anyone see? Because I'm curious. that It was all over Twitter, and, like, yeah. TikTok, it didn't really I, I had a bunch of people come out to me, and they were... Just like fuck Dove climbing. I have <laughs> people texting thing. me about it too. Yeah, I mean, five uh, million views is crazy, bro. Yeah. On Twitter too, it's a lot of people. But I would say, man, for a man living in Israel, you know, is he? There's been a lot of violence in Israel lately, and yeah. we just incited some more. So it's not. <laughs> that was on us, though. <sighs> that one was on. Not us. on either side out there. That was on yeah. us. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Well, R.I.P. R.I.P. Dove climbing. That was that was fun. Oh that was man. Crazy. All right. What should we talk about football? Should we recaps football? Yeah. No. You know. Let's just end here. All right. Yeah. It's pretty good season. <laughs> no. Let's talk about football. There were I wanna, so many collapses. I want to talk about a couple of the. Uh, there were a couple of teams that totally collapsed this weekend, and a couple of teams that just snuck their way in and yeah. got and have been getting hot at the right time heading into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Let's start with the collapses. Adam, do you want to start with your team? Or you want to. 
push it off and start with the others. I don't mind addressing the elephant in the room, but I just ask that the person to my right is a little bit more gentle with his words. I've been very gentle. just gentle. I, I know I'm you're kind tr- to no, your team. I know that. I just don't no, change not. my tone. No, I just or I, my tune. <laughs> what <would you> say <laughs> last week? I think it's. I just want you to be. I, I I know you want to shit on the basketball. Dolphins. You have been shitting on the Dolphins. As I'm not going to be mean today. I'm just I'm asking. Like, if, feeling good. If you are whatever you are going to say, just think. A couple steps ahead. Think about your feelings. Yeah. I will just say, I, I don't have much, okay? I'll start and then let you go. This is what I've been saying all year. About? The Dolphins. Which is? Well, that's what I said last week. Like, they're going to lose to the Bills. And then, followed up by saying they could still beat the Chiefs the week after. Like, I, I think the Dolphins are who we thought they were. That's all it is. An injured team? Because <laughs> sure. that's who they are. A lot of teams get injured and still win. Dude, the Dolphins have like... Sh- right, I'll let right. you go. I'm just saying I'm no, not in an I, aggressive mood yeah. with the Dolphins. I haven't been all year. Aggression. The Dolphins I, are who they are. An, uh, an injured they are team. who we thought they were. Yeah, they're injured. They're yeah. an injured team. We thought they'd be injured. Yeah, um, they, despite the injuries, the Dolphins fucking... They are who no, we no, no. They the were. Dolphins... They fucking Dolphins tank. colossal collapse. Colossal collapse by the Dolphins. Who had a bigger collapse? Jack Perotti and the Pickums? We'll, or we'll get into oh, that. We we'll need get to talk into about that. We will definitely get into that. But I will say the Dolphins at one point were fucking nine and three. The Bills were six and six. They lose to the fucking Titans. Dolphins had a 95% chance before that game to win the division, and they fuck it all up. And look, <laughs> we talk about, like, I, I'm bringing up the injuries, but to bla- who is to blame for the Dolphins' recent struggles? It's Mike McDaniel. It's Mr. Genius. It's the guy, it's Mr. Boy Wonder. I love him to death, but... A-chan was averaging like six point something yards per carry or 5.8, I think it was, in the first half of yesterday's game. And he had two carries in the second half. They forced a punt and the Dolphins got the ball back and he didn't, he ran, he threw the ball six straight times. Mm. Like they went three and out, three and out. Mm. And it happened against the Ravens as well. There's no adjustments. So as much as I love Mike McDaniel and I know people are going to shit on Tua and Tua could, you know, have games where he plays mid and he does shit the bed in prime time. And it is definitely something to be concerned about that he's not elevating people around you regardless of the injuries. Mm -hmm. But when I look at like the recent struggles with the Dolphins and I got to pinpoint it on someone, I pinpoint it on Mike McDaniel. Like, you're the head coach, you got to make adjustments, and you're supposed to have this high-flying offense, and this high-flying offense has not shown up in any real primetime game against good teams. So I put it on Mike McDaniel. Um, At this point, like, it's going to be zero degrees in Kansas City. I hope Taylor goes because the Chiefs play worse when Taylor's there. Mm. So I'm just, I'm hoping for the best. But the Dolphins fucking find a way to be the Dolphins. That's what happens. Good luck out there, sir. No, I don't want to shake your hand. Why? I'm wishing you good luck and good, I'm I'm wishing you good riddance. I'm so upset. <laughs> no, good, good riddance, right? The Dolphins. You have to understand. <laughs> you're upset because we because we were right. You have to no, no. It has actually nothing to do with you guys. I'll be completely. We honest. well, has, no. It has nothing to do with you the guys. Dolphins, the greatest I'm, football as team. a Dolphins fan, I'm upset because it finds like the, the Dolphins will always find a way to Dolphin. Like if you ask any real Dolphins worse. fan, they know about this like this shit happening, and mm-hmm. they found a way to poop the pants again. You know, like as you said with Tua's meme and shitting they his pants. So the Dolphins found a way to fucking Dolphin. Collapse of the century, but not like Jack Brody's, of course. And um, <laughs> hey, good luck to us going into Arrowhead. I do like I, our chances going into Arrowhead. Bef- if we I had to play, too. if the Dolphins had to play back to back with Buffalo yeah, or going to Arrowhead, you know, I think I would choose Arrowhead. But I, I also have, want the division. You know, so. this is why I love the NFL. The NFL is always about storylines and you know character arc, right? 
Mm. The Dolphins started the season being compared to the greatest show on turf. And the character arc. By, by, at, by one now person. Now that's good story writing. You talk about character yes. development. It's like fucking Reek from, from Game of Thrones. <laughs> character development. Starts out strong. Hard hitting guy. And, and then just Mike totally in the turf. Oh. And then Mike McDaniel's dick gets cut off. And he becomes a nobody. Yeah, right, Felipe? Right, Felipe? You didn't, right, watch, Felipe? You didn't, you didn't watch, watch Game of Thrones. Oh, so. oh. I'm just saying. They, they got NFL storyline writers. and Oh, yeah. He's dick. It's cut off in the show. It's crazy. You should watch it. It's fun. Don't leave. Don't the storyline, though, yeah. Shows, the show's for you. Uh, no, but NFL storyline, the, the script writers, they, they have something going there. They're, they're very good at character development, which I can always appreciate. Yeah. And uh, the Dolphins, they went through some serious character development. I'll have to say, Adam, you got to give your team a little bit more respect. I mean, you shouldn't be as hard on them because... It's like what we were saying before. When the Dolphins were nine and three, we knew they weren't a nine and three team. Like no, no, the, no. The, like the other teams no, no, no. that don't, were nine don't and three. Don't say we. Don't say we. You didn't know. You this didn't team know. Was you didn't know. You thought, they, you thought they were the greatest <laughs> team ever. Well, the rest of us said they are levels no, I, below on other nine and three teams. I'll admit, I was convinced they were. They were Bro, one they of the were best fucking legit, I've ever seen. and they, they were doing the it. The they offense, were. They were playing the well before they even had Jalen Ramsey back. Like the defense was humming. Yeah, but we. But there was always a thing against them that they couldn't beat. Good teams. They couldn't beat teams that were above 500. And when they played the Eagles, at that time they were 9-3. That's is, Did they lose to the Eagles a week after? Is that what happened? Were, no, no, no. That was way before. They had only played like three games against teams above 500. Like that, they were just playing but on their schedule. they had lost every single one. And those one. were the 0-3. And, so and, and they did beat the Bills earlier in the season. Right? No, they lost. Oh, just kidding. They lost. And so, yeah, so... <laughs> Right, so I mean, we were that, nine and three. We beat nine teams below yep. five hundred, and we lost to three. But at that time, we knew they weren't as good as the other nine and three teams or the other teams that were up there uh, as one of the best teams in the league. So it doesn't make. I don't think like if I were to preview the rest of the season, I think maybe they wouldn't have fallen off this hard. But they definitely would have lost most of the games that they lost. And I'm not. And they probably would have. I know lost we more. argue about the injury bug and like you have to overcome injuries, but I do think it gets to a certain point that you cannot overcome injuries. And I know a lot of teams have injuries. But our injuries, like... Yours piled up more than most. It just, it happened, like, we went into that Washington game, one of the most, one of the healthiest teams out of the possible contenders, and that game is where it all, like, began going downhill. So, I just, they, this team, I don't believe can overcome these, the amount of injuries that they have. They're starting three, like, edge rushers and gink. Your uh, offensive Jaylen line was Bradley all Chuck. backups. Yeah. And, well, no, and we, had some star, we had some Chubb starters back. Bradley and like, Phillips are your two yeah. best defenders, arguably. We just, it's, it sucks. It's unfortunate. So going back to your point, look, no, I didn't fucking, I thought this team was legit and yeah. they found a way to collapse. Regardless of who we thought they were, or who we didn't think they, they were, they had a 95% chance to win the division. There's no excuse to blow the fucking division like no. that at all. The Dolphins, they're in the playoffs. Season's not over. Oh, in the playoffs. I want to win a Super Bowl. Okay. I haven't won a playoff game. We told you that was it. No, we told you that. I haven't won a playoff game. There's still a chance. My you are nah, in the no playoffs. Chance. You can still go and win the it Super Bowl. It was 2000 the, the last time the I was practicing speaking English. The beauty of football and That's of nice, sports bro. is that the regular season gets you to one place, and then from there, you no, got to take point. it zero, and zero. seize it. Zero, zero. So if the Dolphins could turn it around, it's 0-0. Zero, zero. Exactly. No, you're correct. You're correct. Not 17-0. On pace now. Don't sleep. Don't sleep, bro. The Dolphins. Dude, I, 18 weeks, actually. 18 I did now. say, and we'll move off the Dolphins, uh, that I have, <laughs> I have other things. I have, yeah, we have a lot of other things uh -huh. to talk about. That this was the year of Adam being a more optimistic Dolphins fan. And obviously, mm -hmm. I'm very pessimistic right now. And now that I've got that off of my chest, mm, you've been good. I, I feel very strongly about what could possibly come now that we're 0-0 zero and zero and the season is just beginning. <laughs> oh, because yeah. you want to know why, regardless Wait, of the injuries. Tell us why. The Dolphins, at one point, uh, finishing the season... We're the only, uh, there's only one other AFC team with more wins than us, okay? Moral victories. 
Tua led the NFL in passing yards. Yep, the Ravens. Tua led the NFL in passing yards. Tyreek led the NFL in receiving yards. Mostert led the NFL in rushing touchdowns. Um, we had the number one total offense. We were the number 10 total defense, and we were number three in sacks. So you put all that together, and you scream optimism. Going into Arrowhead. You want to go get a dub. Beautiful, beautiful. Did you, have, did you have to say it with that tone? Yeah, well, I told you, I'm, I'm trying to... Uh, Optimistic. He's glass half full, glass half empty. I can give you both sides. He's speaking to the pain. He's speaking to the pain. I can give pain. you both sides, though. Yeah, no, nah, I'm not trying to be a downer with the Dolphins. I, th- I think you guys are fine. No, no, no. You Miami, guys can Miami win. Miami has the, the Dolphins, the greatest football you, team. That's facts. You can win against the Chiefs. I totally believe you I can agree. win against the Chiefs. The Chiefs have been sputtering. You guys have sputtering. as well. Sputtering. Sputtering. But you guys have as well. Such a good word. But I think the firepower that you guys have is scarier than what the Chiefs have, even though they have the greatest quarterback we've ever seen. I still think the Dolphins can win that game. The Dolphins have the greatest quarterback? The Chiefs have the greatest. Um, quarterback. Talk about storyline. Trevor mm. Lawrence. Mm. Another good story, another good character development guy is Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Well, what do you think is going to happen in I House of Dragon? I just want to Is recap. that guy going to oh, die? he's going to be in House Aegon of Dragon. Aegon Targaryen? For What's sure. A- I don't know. They cut off his Aemon? dick too? No, no pro- but probably. he might. But Trevor Lawrence's dick for sure got cut off this season. Trevor Lawrence's character development throughout the season was, was strong. It was, a, it was a steady decline. We started after yeah. week one. We came in. We said Trevor Lawrence was Dude, top five yeah, quarterback. That's crazy. I think he Felipe went put him as like number three in his power rankings Absolutely. after week one. I think it was two. unreal first week. I think it might have been two. Yeah, yeah, but I also two. put Purdy in the top five. That was an overreaction. That's true. No, no, no. You were overreacting, but it was like no, but Purdy, it was at fair. Least, Purdy at least, he kept it up. There's an argument now yeah. for him to, have, to still be sure. a top 10 quarterback. Top 10, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is certainly not in that list, I don't think, anymore. Trevor Lawrence ain't in the top five. That's for damn sure. He ain't even close. No, that's a fact. He ain't so, even close. Uh, is Trevor Lawrence a fraud? Uh, can you say Y-E-S? Ring, ring, <laughs> ring. Like fraud alert. <laughs> oh, my God. Ring, ring, ring. Fraud <laughs> alert. Bro. Yeah, no, nah, he's a fraud, bro. I, it's actually annoying because... It's pretty sad. What it, well, yeah. It is. Bro. You want to see greatness. I'm blessed because I get to see an amazing quarterback every single Sunday. Barely ever miss the throws best. and stuff like that. The second best. Tommy Sorry. DeVito. And, and, yeah, Tommy DeVito, not. Dak Prescott. But you watch this Jags team, and Trevor's missing throws left and right. And Matan brought it up earlier. Off, Yo, off you got to watch that camera, play. But, like, fourth and two, the missed throw to Evan, Evan Ingram that lost yeah. him the game. Before that, he missed Calvin Ridley wide well, open. Calvin, that, that's kind of... Calvin really should have dove for that. Like that's, you got to put it on him. That's fine. I mean, yeah, it was right it. there. But uh, I agree with you. Uh, the two throws him. after that, though, because even before Evan Ingram, he missed him. Like, and I get it. The the corner was like cutting yeah. underneath, but whatever. So, missed throws. If it was my quarterback, the whole world would be talking totally about it. I totally agree with you. But Trevor Lawrence, nobody's going to talk Tua about Tua just him. did that, like, throwing it to Chase Claypool. That was what the pick, like, they, that's how they picked it off. And Tua, yes, he shit the bed, and Tua has shit the bed. Uh, but when it talking comes, about the no, Dolphins No, no, I'm just, saying, I'm just saying it's fair. Like, he's, Trevor Lawrence should be ridiculed for that he type should be of, ridiculed. like, throw. 100%. And I see some comments, people talking about, um, you know, Trevor Lawrence, he was injured, and they still believe in him. And I just, my thoughts on injuries in the NFL is, like, if a player is clear to play, it's the Scott Engel, Scotty the King line, is, like, they're, they're fine to play it. Like, yeah. we can't. Just give that excuse to someone. It's the same with Jalen Hurts, right? He was playing with that injury, but we weren't sitting here talking about, oh, well, that's why we should give him a pass. When Jack was trying to do with Joe Burrow with nope, calf injury, like we can't, you can't. If they're clear to play, they're they're on the field. They're like, expected to perform. They're expected to perform. And Trevor Lawrence from week one mm. all the way down, just steady decline. Yep. And it, it's unfortunate because we finally gave Trevor Lawrence the elite alpha wide receiver weapon that we thought Calvin Ridley was coming into yeah. the year. Well, I'm just saying, you add a Calvin weapon, Ridley's you get a, a weapon. 
They had a ton of weapons. The Jags arguably had coming into the season like one of the best Evan yeah. Ingram had like a great skill year. positions skill position. all Evan, over. Evan Ingram probably had, had one of his best years. Yeah. yeah so like did. I don't I don't know what like what's what's the next step for the Jags? Is it moving on from a Doug Peterson? I don't think so. But this was a a monumental collapse for the Jags. I mean, at one point I think they they'd only lost three games and I think they, they yeah. finished what nine and eight. I think it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They right? had a really bad into the year. Yeah, it was it was terrible. I got a question for you guys though. Knowing what you know about Trevor Lawrence and knowing what you've seen from CJ Stroud, who would you take mm. for the next five years? CJ Stroud or C. Trevor J. Lawrence? Yeah. yeah, I think I gotta go CJ. He's got that fucking dog in him. Yeah, I, I would say even though earlier in the season, obviously we haven't seen we hadn't seen Stroud for that long. So And we gotta see what CJ looks like in the playoffs. But the reason I think it's okay to switch early like this is because they're both very young mm-hmm. and they both have a lot of career to play. I think what we saw from CJ Stroud in his rookie season, man, it's like we've only seen from a few rookie quarterbacks. Yep. Dak no, Prescott, well, to, to name a few. You of know? course, yeah, yeah. I just saw a stat. Um, so, well, if I he s- didn't miss three games, CJ Stroud, I think, would have broke the record for like passing yards too. Did he miss yeah. like two or three games? I think like he, he, he was in the upper echelon couple, of rookie yeah. seasons. Yeah, oh, he was yeah. In the I, I think what we see from Stroud, I just think it's the it's the swag, man. It's the charisma, like the leadership. You, it's crazy, and I haven't seen people talk about this, but I mean, the Texans management drafting mm. Deshaun. I think it's the same management drafting Deshaun Watson and going straight from him. Pretty no, much, I, th- I know I they had it diff- in between. I think it's a different one. Different clean house. Then that then lucky ass fan base because you yeah. go from Deshaun Watson, who was probably the second best, second or third best quarterback in the league before everything happened, to CJ Stroud, who has the potential to be the second yeah, or third exactly. best quarterback in the league. Exactly. Like that's amazing. So I saw this stat that CJ Stroud, only three quarterbacks in the last fifty seasons have led the NFL in passing yards per game and passing touchdown to INT ratio mm. in a single season. Mm. Joe Montana, mm. Tom Brady, mm. CJ Stroud. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think he might be the yeah, only I don't rookie know. to lead in. Yeah, so in Nick, Nick Casario is the GM who's named like in 2021. Uh, he was with the Patriots as well. So they've what they've been able to do because of when the Deshaun Watson stuff happened, like it. That it felt like this franchise, the Texans franchise, was ready to go fully down the shitter for maybe another mm-hmm. decade. Like yeah. it just, you had this like th- this aura around you being like, well, how did how did the McNairs allow something like this to happen? And then you bring in D'Amico Ryan's, you bring in Nick Casario, Cesario, C-section, whatever the fucking <laughs> pronunciation is, and they hit on C.J. Stroud and they hit on Will Anderson early on. Yeah. And like, if you look at other franchises, many franchises would probably advised not to do what they did, which is take their pick the following year and then say, fuck it, we're going to move up to get our, you know, the guy that we want. And, like, look, it worked out. It, it panned out. And now you're sitting there. They, they just fucking won the division. So going back to the question over CJ Shadow, Trevor Lawrence, I think I would take CJ as well solely because of also the talent around him. Like, we've always talked about with quarterbacks that a Joe Burrow, look what he does with the talent around him. Look what uh, a Tua does with the talent around okay, him. Okay, but what about clean slate? Right? No well, talent well, around him. Who are you I'm taking? explaining. I'm explaining to you. CJ, I think, has less talent than Trevor Lawrence. That's point, I agree. Yeah. So, because of that, and the way CJ, when Tank Dell went down, for them to still be able to win games, taking in the Noah Browns of the world, Devin Singletary, who was written off. And yes, that's obviously a Bobby Slowick thing in terms of the OC. But I would take CJ because he was able to do more with less and get his mm-hmm. team over the hump and win games, right? Which yeah, we argue that. why we don't support Justin Herbert sometimes, why I don't support Justin mm. Herbert. If you're an elite talent, you got to go win games regardless of who the fuck is there. Yeah. And CJ Stroud was able to do that. So I'll take CJ over Trevor right now, just how Trevor performed this year. What would you do? I, I agree I would take CJ over Trevor. Mm. Not, 
Not because of the talent. Like, yeah, because of what you just said. I guess, like, I do think of Trevor as, like, a more talented guy. And C.J. Stroud, like, I was watching him. He was on McAfee before. Mm -hmm. And I think McAfee was the one that said this. Like, C.J. Stroud looks like a 10-year vet out there. He just, like, like, patient and makes the right decisions. And, like, people give him shit for his fucking IQ bullshit. The guy knows ball. Like, he comes out there on McAfee. He's breaking down this fucking crazy play he makes. Using all this lingo, I don't even know. Like, I don't understand as a non-player. Like, I have no idea what the fuck he's saying. But, like, n- no regular person, no average person can just, like, do that shit. And he's... Well, he's obviously he's, not average. Obviously, he's but not average. There's a legitimate say. chance that Trevor Lawrence, maybe after next season, after the 2023-24 season, he could be the third best quarterback in that division. Yeah, Anthony absolutely. Richardson could ball out. And we, he was playing well before he got hurt. Now, I have worries about his... Endurance in general, if he keeps playing the way he plays, because he, he's he shouldn't be lowering his shoulder that yeah. much. The last yeah. team in that but the last team, the Titans. So a lot of the Titans. Yeah. They got good quarterbacks. That yeah, and, and wow. they're all they young. A, that's gonna be a that's gonna but, be a gauntlet of quarterbacks for the next ten years. But I South, think, yeah. Yeah. but I think at the same time though, like through the first quarter of next year, Trevor Lawrence could easily regain the, the status as oh, the totally, best quarterback totally. in that division. Like, he could be better than C.J. Stroud. I think right now it's like you can flip it uh, either way. But I think that I, from what I've seen this year, I'm going to go Stroud. And I think you can do that because you haven't seen that much from Lawrence anyways. Yeah. So I also think it's crazy. I, I saw this tweet graphic or this graphic was going around Twitter um, during that Texans game. But that Washington staff in 2013, the year I think they went 11-6, and six, they won the NFC East, but is arguably the greatest coaching tree I think they went in the last twenty years. Well, they they went eleven and six, and then they won three games. And I think RG three got hurt that year. Games, so they didn't go eleven and six. But yeah, eleven, 11 and five, 10, five, and, ten and six. It might have been then, ten and six. Yeah, whatever. But that coaching tree, the Washington coaching tree in twenty thirteen, you had Kyle Shanahan, yeah. who was the OC. You McDaniel, had, you had McDaniel, Mike McDaniel, yeah. you had Sean, Sean McVay, McVay yeah. Matt Lafleur, yeah, and Bobby Slowick. And it's funny because the four guys I feel like that many people spoke about over the last couple of years were Matt Lafleur, Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan, and Mike McDaniel. Yeah, and now Bobby Slowick who you would look at the Texans, you see what CJ Shadow was able to do. You saw Tank Dell and Nico Collins yeah. and all these guys were performing. But Bobby Sloak was like kind of this guy that was he's behind the, the scenes. There? Yeah, he's the offensive coordinator. Another young guy that like comes from this tree and it's like, yeah, that's fuck, true. Who was the head performing. coach? Uh, Mike Shanahan. Oh, yeah. So, Damn. Damn, bro. Crazy, that's crazy. Right? Yeah, that, yeah. So that, 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 coaching, that coaching tree alone, because Bobby Sloak's going to get looks to be a head coach this year Definitely. in the offseason, sure. and he should. Like, there's a chance that but, that coaching tree yeah. gave you five new that's head crazy. coaches that are arguably in the upper echelon of offensive play callers. Oh, yeah, that's, that's crazy. crazy. I would like to see him stay in, t- in, in same, Houston, though. Same. Just, just keep that relationship going with CJ. The same way we saw Josh Allen develop with Brian Dable, I'd like to see that happen with Stroud. Stroud, man, he could be so special, bro. Like, I think after you saw this rookie year from him, you haven't seen many rookie years like this, like yeah. we just said. But also, I think, I mean, at this point, we can say that. We're going to see him for the next 12, We also, years. like, I know we want to move off the Texans, but the Texans are so far ahead of schedule. It's like, yeah. I don't think we're actually taking enough time to appreciate, or if you're a Texans character fan, appreciate the character development of the Houston character Texans. Character development. Like, you have your quarterback. You mm-hmm. have two wide receivers. That are really good. You have yeah. corners. Like, you drafted Stingley two two years ago now, and I, they had another guy who was, like, in the Will top Anderson. 12 in, like, on PFF. You have yeah. Will Anderson. You have Bro, they got a good coordinator. Roster. You have a good coach that people like to want to yeah. play for. You could even – Damian Pierce good wasn't good, but you have a young running back if you don't want Devin Singletary. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think the Texans are in such a unique position because now heading into this draft Texas. or even the offseason, you could really go out and 
just add pieces anyway, right? There's not like real, I'm sure there's other needs and we're not fully analyzing it, but like it I, feels yeah. like they can just go. It, go it feels whatever. like Cincinnati when they drafted Joe Burrow. Bingo. Mm. Where like his rookie year, he looked pretty good. The team had some talent, but obviously they weren't great. He tore his ACL. And then the next year they make the Super Bowl run. But the Texans have a lot of pieces. Obviously, that next year, that Super Bowl run year for the Bengals, they added Jamar Chase, which was huge. The Texans don't need a, a Jamar Chase. Mm. I think they should build the trenches at this point because they have so much talent all around yeah. in key positions. Like, you talk about edge rusher, uh, two really good wide receivers. Maybe they need an alpha. I don't, I don't think so. But, and, but they need help in the run game. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they, they look good. I mean, like, I, I do – I think Damian Pierce is better than what he showed this year. But <sighs> I do think – because at Florida, he was good. But they, yeah, I, they're they're in a luxury, you know, position yeah. right now. They can go add whoever. So the Texans are so far ahead of schedule. Yeah, Jack called them twenty twenty five. Super Bowl. Yeah, called them. Respect. Do you think the uh, Texans have a chance of beating the Browns? Absolutely. Yeah, because they could win the game. Absolutely. They could win this game. Didn't we say, or I said it a couple weeks ago? I think the Texans feel like the Giants of last year. Now, granted, they're far more talented. I think the Browns but a team are also that's a tougher team than the Vikings were. Than I agree, year. but. The Texans at home, you can't rule them out. This is not like this is not like Pittsburgh and Buffalo, where you're like, yeah, Pittsburgh's got no chance. Yeah, like I it, win. It's way closer. No, no, it deserves to be a close game. I just feel like the Browns have kind of just felt like the the sturdier team all year. You know yeah, I, I think mean? it's one of those games. It's gonna be like it's gonna be grimy. I think, but either team could win. I, I could see it happening. I think there's a few games this weekend that. We'll get to those on our predictions episode later in the week. I want to talk about one more team that had a talk about character development, downhill character development, Philadelphia Mm. Eagles. Yeah. The Philadelphia Eagles fucking suck. Yeah. Yeah. They stink. Mm. Jalen Hurts. Did Jalen Hurts. Hmm. Here's the, here's a question. Did Jalen Hurts fool us all? Did Jalen Hurts fool us all? No. Did Jalen Hurts have a one season of a Linsanity run? No, because Partly. listen to what we just, we literally just went from talking about coaching, and then I think we underestimated the value of Shane Steichen. Now, Shane Steichen, shout out the Colts, mm-hmm. Colts Forge over there with, with Kondo, just took this team to nine wins, like, and they were all, almost won the division, and they were in the playoff, you know, in the playoffs for a couple weeks. We underestimated that value of Shane Steichen. And then Shane Steichen leaves, and I think it was Brian Johnson or, or whoever, whoever the fucking, their, Brian Johnson, right? Is their OC? It's clear, like, A.J. Brown came out. We got to trust our coaches. Like, it was very clear that they also didn't like him. Then you got their offensive line who, like, clearly they aged a year, but it just felt like the team didn't buy in as much. So I don't think Jalen Hurts had a one-year run. But didn't you just say that a good quarter, the reason you give Herbert shit is because you got to win regardless. Oh, totally. But they also won games. But they also won games. Yeah, but they lost five of their last six against horrible teams. I agree, but they still won 11 games. I do. Justin Herbert ain't even been close to that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's why, I, and he also just. But Hurts is a large reason that they've been. He's probably the biggest reason they've been losing. No, I, I their defense. I, I, their defense is their terrible. Defense has been really yeah, but bad. you. Gotta, oh, their defense. They can't get. They were like I think most metrics on defense like they're bottom five in the NFL. Well, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts has. If your defense sucks, then you should be in shootouts. They're they're not doing anything offensively. Well, yesterday's game against the Giants is it's like they clearly gave up and then AJ got hurt and the then Eagles Jay, just like, feel weak right now overall. Like if I'm any of the playoff teams, I want to face the Eagles in the playoffs. Well, yeah, because like that is one of the teams I want to yeah, see. The Forty yeah. ers put out the blueprint, bro. Nick Bosa talked about it right after they smoked them. Yeah. They smoked the Eagles in Philadelphia. Nick Bosa was like, yeah, pretty much just. Uh, don't let him. Don't let him come come through the C gaps. Just like rush him straight up, right? Don't like get outside contained. He can like break through and look to run. After that, Dallas fucking killed him. 
And and they lost. We know they'll get four of their last. Every five. team in the playoffs is good enough to understand the game plan of the Eagles and understand how to contain them exactly. So, but, but they just feel like the team, the team that well, is, it's, is it, weakest well, going keep, in. But that's why I keep talking about this, like the defense, because yes, you the blueprint to stop them offensively, but the, the blue they were exposed. Their, defense, their secondary and their is terrible. But exactly, yeah. So I they just, have the blueprint to stop them offensively, and they have and they have a bad defense, so you can beat them on on your offense. So it feels like the team that I, it also feels it feels like the Eagles. We think of the Eagles. The perception of the Eagles is they're a big, scary juggernaut just because they went to the Super Bowl last year. But I ultimately think no they're not that, and I think that they're not a hard team to beat in the playoffs. There should be concerns about Jalen Hurts, though. There absolutely should. I mean, come on. There's concerns about Trevor Lawrence right now. There's definitely concerns but about Jalen Hurts. Never put up an MVP season, regardless of the circumstances. Yeah, but J- yeah, Jalen did that last year with with an incredible team. Trevor hasn't had a team like that. I know he's had talent underperform, but Jalen Hurts underperformed like crazy this year. I mean, the amount of turnovers he's had this year then have all been on him, like almost like so many of them. And we talk about the talent that they have all the time, like between them and the Bengals, who has the more loaded offense. We've always said that. So he has this loaded offense. He has the best offensive line in the league. He has A.J. Brown, who I think as a collective, this podcast said, all right, he's that top-tier guy who can, you can put in the top three, four he wide receivers. He fell off. You have Devontae Smith, who's a right a fringe top-10 wide receiver. Yeah. You have Dallas Goddard, yeah. who's a top five to six tight end in the league. DeAndre Swift was one of the best running back acquisitions of the past few years. You have the best offensive line in football. Yeah, exactly. That's how I started it. Like That's yeah. the most important thing. And you're still underperforming. Jalen Hurts, there's a lot of question marks about it. Like, you have, there's, there has to be concerns. Because not only as a quarterback are you expected to go out and win games as your, and overcompensate for a lackluster team and a lackluster offense, but if your team is stacked and you're loaded, then you, like, you have no excuse at that point. So, yeah, but we also had an argument last week where we said what, what percentage of success is attributed to coaching and I started my argument talking about coaching. And I think the Eagles look like a team that, A, just clearly lost it with Nick Sirianni. Mm. Like, they were maybe all bought in, but don't, you know, now this year it didn't feel like it. They feel fatigued Yelled from that Chiefs Super Bowl fans run. And Yelling at Chiefs sucked. fans. And granted, these guys are all grown men. So, like, yeah. I don't think, you're not like, we're not talking about, like, college kids. But we're talking about grown men that are watching their head coach yell at opposing fans. It's, like, childish. Now, nah, I'm just theorizing. But then let's go to their offense coordinator, defense coordinator. They were just moving back and forth from Matt Patricia to whoever the fuck the other guy was. And Matt yeah. Patricia, even though he was good in New England, like, completely messed up his time in Detroit. Mm. So, the whole, the whole coaching staff as a whole in Philadelphia is a major reason, I think, that the team has regressed. They have a ton of talent, but we do believe that you can have all the talent in the world. If you don't have the coaching, it ain't going to just translate all yeah. the time. So, and that is why I think they're the team that you want to see in the playoffs. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. I have no... They feel beatable. They feel beatable. I don't know, bro. I wouldn't be surprised if Jalen Hurts isn't their quarterback in a few years. Woo! I mean, I a lot can be. change in a few years. I'd be surprised. Not many quarterbacks have the privilege to play with one of the most... With this offense that he has right now. Not many quarterbacks in this league have that, bro. It's it's insane. Like, it's a it's a loaded fucking roster. One of the best rosters. One of the best offenses that we yeah. But again, ever came seen. into this season this saying they were for sure the best offense. Exactly. And now league. we're gonna say, oh, like the, the coaching's not there. I understand, but at some point you have enough talent. You did it last year. You're this is your second. You came off an MVP season last year. I mean, he didn't win, but he was he was in the running for it. And so this year, it's like you got to go at least. 
have a good year, and he had a horrible year. Jalen Hurts had a terrible year this year. Nah, I wasn't that uh, bad. It was just like a middle of the pack, and then if you factor, you take the away rush- his one yard t- rushing touchdowns, and yeah, but he's still yeah, like a top 15, fifteen quarterback in the touchdowns. NFL. He had fifteen rushing. touchdowns. He still like just all one yard runs of, yeah. in terms of most of his stats. He was still in like the top fifteen out of the NFL. So mm-hmm. like I, I agree, it's not like where he was second in MVP voting, but I think we're like here's what I'd say: if the Eagles happen to win a playoff game and they play better, like that the narrative is going to change again because I just think you're a product of your system and the system Jalen was benefiting from that. Every quarterback in the NFL benefits from the right system. It's the same thing we say with Justin Herbert. You probably put better coaching staff. Justin Herbert's going to go go crazy yeah. and they're going to win some games. Yeah. doesn't matter about the talent. They've always had the talent. So when it comes to the Eagles, yes, they have all the talent in the world, but even the talent fucking failed. So I'm not, I'm not worried about Jalen Hurts. I get it. At all? No, I think you should have, like, concerns because of whether it be is the lack of arm strength or, like... Accuracy. But you're not accuracy. overreacting. But I'm not going to overreact because he deserves a little bit more of a leash because he was just an MVP candidate last year. And That's they took, fair. They went to the Super Bowl. Has earned a little bit more of a leash. But then I think the second guy you got to look at is Nick Sirianni. Totally. Now, like, that to me is more fair to, like... Nah, they both are. They both, they both should be hot right now. Now, I, I agree. They both earned themselves a, a little bit longer of a leash. But let's be real. Uh... Who who was the coach that that the Doug Peterson that got the Super Bowl ring yeah. with with the Eagles? He didn't last very long after he won that Super Bowl. Neither did Carson Wentz. This could be an exact situation, but that time the Eagles actually won the Super Bowl. They should have they should have had longer leashes after winning a Super Bowl. Now they lost the it, Super yeah. Bowl, and both your quarterback is is playing suspect and your coach is coaching suspect. I don't know, dude. It seems like they were riding a high earlier in the year, and that eventually kind of wore off. And and even they when they exhausted, even bro. when they were riding that high, that ten and one was what the worst ten and one we had seen. Were we were saying they were teams. not beating teams by a lot. Yeah, yeah. bro, it just feels they it's like just a, like the, we joke about Super Bowl hangovers. It feels like they have a Super Bowl. Like they just look exhausted. Oh the team God. has not like get early on they were fine. Get but. them some water and some Advil because. That Dude, hangover was not Pedialyte or some shit. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Uh, but I, I don't know how we started this with the Eagles, but they, yeah, they had a, a crazy collapse. It's it's insane. There's no reason. I mean, we character do. development, my yeah. friend. That's how we started. But they let's didn't. talk about uh, some characters Real that quick. developed pro- positively. AJ Brown, though, before we get there, oh. how do we? How do you feel about? AJ, how do you feel about AJ Brown having first that he's not a. a what, like a, a top-tier wide receiver? Mm-hmm. And then issuing an apology, a formal apology, putting him in the top five. Is he out of the top five now? No, so I think exactly what I did was I made, remember I made that t- the wide receiver tiers, and I yeah, said, he wasn't, I put, he wasn't there. No, yeah. he was in the, t- there, was, uh, there was one tier, and then that was Tyreek, and then the next tier was like seven other wide receivers. Right? And he right? wasn't and there. Could, no, he was there. Oh, no, 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 we added him there. I, but I'm saying that was like my updated. Updated. That updated, was like three updated. weeks ago, three weeks ago. I think it was the wide receiver tears I did. I thought shit was like two months ago. No, no, there, no, no. There was one you did a while ago. Where, after where I met. said AJ Brown is not a top five wide receiver. Yeah. And then we, yeah. and then issued an apology like a week after. Yeah, for sure because he was he was playing incredibly well. So yeah. like if I have to if I had to choose five wide receivers, there's a chance AJ might not be in there mm-hmm. because look what CD just did and that like I can't ignore that at all. Like he looked like the alpha bona fide wide receiver one, and AJ clearly fell off towards the back half of the season. Whether it's coaching, whatever it might have been, like mm-hmm. schematics, anything. Mm-hmm. Talent wise, I think he's in the the that elite elite category. But I still am going to say it, even though Tyreek didn't finish the season as strong as we we wanted him to. You got Tyreek as the in his own class, and then right under that class is the group of like the Jettis, the Jamar, the CD, the AJ Browns, the Devontae Adams, like Stefan Diggs, uh, Cooper Cup. I think Amon Ra has a good case to also be there, even though his stature doesn't feel that way. But just like the season, yeah, no, he just had back to back season. He just put up like 1,500 yards. Just See me for Hoko. See me for Hoko. So Braxton Bears, River Craycraft. Yep. So I don't know. 
I, the question was, how do I feel about AJ Brown? I think AJ Brown's one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. Now, I'm curious if you were bumping him back out, but I wouldn't bump him out of the I top like seven or eight. CD no. Lamb took his spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This season, he's Has already friends. CD Lamb so. easily took AJ. Well, Brown's those spot always felt the like the fringe guys, right? Like 100. percent It was yeah. those two. It was the NFC East guys. It always felt like they were like neck and neck. You would mention AJ Brown, and you'd be like, then CD Lamb or CD yeah. Lamb, then AJ Brown. Yeah. I think it's pretty. And again, it sucks because we could theorize like, oh, well, what if they had a better system? What if they had a better opportunity, right? It's like Devontae Adams. But naturally, I'm going to have to bump Devontae down, even though he had Aiden O'Connell and they were so much turmoil in, in Vegas. Like, there are other guys that had amazing years and they need to be propelled up and Devontae needs to be bumped down. So Let's talk about CeeDee Lamb and transition nicely into the Cowboys. Felipe? Mm. Felipe, it's your Cowboys corner. Hey, go. you won the division. Ready and go. I said the Cowboys would win the division. You did. In the offseason. You did. Said they would go 12 and 5. Went 12 and 5. Woo! No sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I said the Dolphins would go 11 and 6. Dude, you're so sick. Were yeah. you right out there? You all said they'd win the division, huh? Well, yeah. yeah. Well, Keep going. 11 and 6 is good. Um, Bro, Lee yeah, is I, him. I, I think, no, I think this is great for the Cowboys because you've been sputtering lately. You like that word, sputtering? It's such a good word. They have been, yeah, they, they haven't been looking great lately against against Buffalo, against Miami, against Detroit. Yeah, you won against Detroit, but you didn't look great. Uh, these stupid Wins turnovers win. early. Win. You got to win. But you won. But then against Washington now, down two starters on your offensive line. Zach Martin didn't play. Tyler Smith didn't play. For playoff purposes, they just benched them? Were they injured? Or uh, Zach Martin had the flu. Tyler Smith was Ah, uh, the vid. A lot of people get in the vid right now this time. Not of sure year. if it was COVID. You said flu. Yeah, but same, same. Yeah. Well, uh, and then you go out against a divisional opponent in Washington, a team that is trying to play spoiler right now, and you smoke them. You beat them by 30 points. Like, you, you go in and do what you've been doing all year to a lot of teams. And you, you beat that same team on Thanksgiving by 30, so you just do it again. Mm. So that's how you want to end your season, right? You want to end your season with your best players having great performances. Dak Prescott, four touchdowns, looked great. Know. He had four? Uh, yeah. yeah. I didn't watch the game. I was Four passing touchdowns. So. CeeDee wow. Lamb Congrats. had a couple of touchdowns. Tony Pollard got in the end zone. I mean, Deron oh, Bland had an man. interception. Micah Parsons finally got a sack. Oh, so yeah, you, that was the Micah Parsons got heated with some guy I saw. Yeah, he was yeah, chucking man. Some, old, some guard. To yeah, the Mike, dude, me and Micah, bro, we, <laughs> we've been talking to the refs lately. We're like, yeah. bro, you gotta start calling these holding these holdings. But they, you know, we we the players you want to see get involved and have good games heading to the playoffs. Had they did that, yeah. and so that you you love to see it. <laughs> Just a great game. CD oh, the only had player, thirteen receptions, thirteen receptions, ni- ninety-eight yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. Jesus um, Christ. Right, and, and so the only thing is Brandon Aubrey missed his first field goal. <gasps> Oh, actually, no. it was unfair because he got blocked. So the guy just broke right, right through. He should have missed field goal. Should have did a little flip. Yeah. Should have just grabbed. Okay, the ball so he hasn't actually missed one yet. Because no, if missed. it's not, nah, then he missed the second one. Oh, oh he did. But then he made the third. Then he made the third. The second oh. one was a doink. It was. But you're talking about how you finished your season, though. and he finished his season making a field goal. So, yeah. Yeah. but no, I, I think if if you're Dallas, obviously you want to win that game, secure the two seed. Now. This is the best path I've seen as a Cowboys fan going into the playoffs because you play Green Bay this week, mm. who has been playing well, and we got to talk about Jordan Love. I want to talk so yeah, badly. Yeah, we got to talk about Jordan Love. But they've been playing well, but they've been playing well against uh, teams that I, I don't think Green Bay is all that. I will say that. Like, I think they're good. They've been playing well lately, but... Well, they're not in the tier with Dallas. When That's they face a great sure. team, yeah. like, uh, like a team that Dallas can be not consistently, but can be, then I don't think they're going to hold up. So I think that's a that's a good matchup for Dallas. And then you got the winner between Detroit and, and L.A., and you should win that that's game, too. That's the best too. position to be so in. I, and, and, then, and then you're playing in the NFC Championship game. So I, as far as, like, 
Dallas's past history in the playoffs, you're always facing a tougher team. You're facing, I mean, the past two playoffs, San Francisco early, either in the first or second round. Uh, you're facing Philadelphia, or you're facing a team that is is tougher to beat. And this year, it just seems way easier. Yeah. Or, or in the in the in the previous. Uh, you know, history when you, when you had Romo in or even Dax first year, you go against Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. The NFC isn't daunting outside of San Francisco, and you're not going to face San Francisco until the NFC Championship. So if you're Dallas, who hasn't lost at home yet, you have two secure games at home, the wild card in the divisional. If San Fran loses, which we've seen they can lose in these upcoming games, you're going to have the NFC Championship game at home. I mean, Dallas should go to the Super Bowl. And if they go to the Super Bowl... Then, honest question. It's over for us. Dak can win that game. Honest question, though, because I feel like there's so much slander on Dak Prescott. Like, there, the the consensus is always shitting on him. Oh, right? yeah. and that's. And always. by the way, by the way, if you make the Super Bowl, you know that the narrative is just going to be that was a cakewalk. A cakewalk yeah, schedule. Even, playoff well, here's schedule. my yeah, well, here's yeah. my question then. Like, what does Dak actually need to do? Like, what is his baseline? To officially put those that consensus hate to rest, because I think you're gonna go I out. Did that make sense, a little bit? I think what you're gonna, what, what is it? What is it to put the hate of Dak Prescott? I'm, and I don't think it's bed. a Super Bowl. I, I generally don't. I do. But that's dude. That's any quarterback goes to the Super Bowl then they get. Dak like, Prescott's biggest knock right now is that he can't win in the playoffs. So he has to win one or wins, two playoff games. He yeah, but that, that's no, a, no, no. He's got to win a Super Bowl. If he wins a Super Bowl, it's like you cannot. No argue shit. It. But like, what if the, he just here's gets? Here's the, the, the thing with Dak. Nobody actually pays attention to him. So it's like there's always argue, okay, he doesn't win in the playoffs. He's won two playoff games. He's beat good teams in the playoffs. Okay. So it's like, people don't pay attention in general. So because of that, I agree with Matan. You have to go win a Super Bowl. Because he's only made he the playoffs twice though, right? No, he's or, made it like three or four times. Oh. But you go and, and, and make it to the Super Bowl and you lose, people are still going to say he can't win in the playoffs. And it's like, to, to go to the Super Bowl, he had to win playoff games. But people don't acknowledge that shit. So yeah. for the casual fan, is, mm. is kind of what we're, I guess we're alluding to, or I'm alluding to. For the casual fan to actually be able to acknowledge his greatness, honestly, you have to win the Super Bowl. If you lose in the Super Bowl, he's still going to be a choke artist. So you have to go win. And it's just. If you're the quarterback, but, uh, the yeah, I get, I get calling him the choke artist. Just me, like looking at it without being a fan and having no stake in the NFC, and just being a fan, an NFL fan. I would say that as long as he, like, you win. Let's say you beat Green Bay, right? Let's. I don't want to look past him because yeah. I love Jordan Love. I don't think you can look, past but let's. Him, but yeah, yeah, you definitely can't. But then let's say you. I think it's better for Dak's case to put the hate to rest to go up against Detroit. Because I feel the consensus for NFL fans is supporting Detroit and what they can do over the Rams. Does that make sense? Yeah. So if you go out and beat them and he has a good game, now you're in the NFC Championship against, let's say, the Niners. If he could beat the Niners and just get to the Super Bowl, I still think the hate goes away. If he has a good game against the Niners, well, I think the hate I, still, still should go away because it's a team sport and you put it on the quarterback. But like, if he has a good game, we got to have a real conversation about like why are we still doing this. There's a difference, though, between should go away, the hate for Dak Prescott should go away, will. and will. Yeah. If Dak Prescott takes the Dallas Cowboys to the Super Bowl and loses, everyone will still continue to hate Dak Prescott crazy, as a loser man. in the play. Then we should do that. Now, oh, do I think man. that should be the case? No. If yeah, Dak Prescott bad. takes the Dallas Cowboys to the Super Bowl, people should stop fucking hating. Bro, they should stop to... hating. Because yeah. he is consistent. I will defend Dak Prescott. I will defend him with you. I love hating on the Dallas Cowboys. one of my favorite things to do when they... Or when they lose, it makes me happy. I get in my Stephen A. Smith mode. I love it. But Dak Prescott has been consistently a top five quarterback when he plays. The, if is you look at the whenever the Dallas whenever Dak Prescott is in for the Cowboys, I saw some stat. I think it was Mosher. Team. They're the top offense in the league almost. Yeah. They're the top scoring offense every time he plays. And we've he had gets, four different offenses. He's gotten ridiculed by injuries, which stinks. Like yeah. he had a couple of really bad injuries that put him out for a while. But when he was playing, 
the the Cowboys have been the best they they've been. So yeah, if he, however, I hate to tell you, and I know you know this, Cowboys are the most hated team in football. If he loses in the Super Bowl, in the Super Bowl, it's gonna be classic Dak chokes. Especially if he loses back. All right, so we'll assemble like, the DAC army and defend this man because no, that's don't, crazy. They, there's no, there's no point. I, look, of people, course there's a point, people, bro. We just argue for no reason. No, no, no. no. Well, yeah, most of the time, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you mean? I'm gonna defend Dak. I already nah. defend Dak, and he hasn't even done anything. Uh, you can defend him, but it's <laughs> not the point. It's like Felipe Lowski exposed what we do as invaluable to society. True, <laughs> <laughs> but like what will and what should that, that it's very invaluable. That, yeah. dis- <laughs> that discrepancy between will and should, like yeah, like that's the thing with Dak. Always like we last year we should have taken into consideration that his offensive line was one of the worst in the league and that his receiving unit was the worst in the league, but we didn't. And so it's going to be the same thing this year. We should take into the fact that, okay, he makes it to the Super Bowl and, like, had to get past the Niners, had to win these games, but we won't. Like, society won't. So he has to go win. Society but he can. Dallas. Bro, and, Dallas against everyone. And Dak has facts. Dak, dude, bro, Dak has the ability to go do it, man. I mean, so fucking talented. He's got the talent this year. Hopefully he's not going to get hit with, like, that Tony Pollard injury in the nine, against the Niners last yeah, year. yeah, yeah. Destroyed him. Had no chance after that. Hope it isn't n- nothing like that happens. But to the point of Tony Pollard, and we'll move off this after, it's like, I also like Rico Dowdo. Like, he's been explosive. Like, yeah, I'm not saying, college, I'm just, yeah. yes, but I wasn't there last year. Yeah. You know, this like, is the first time, though, that I legitimately think the Cowboys do have a chance of making the Super Bowl. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, now, you just got to play at your ceiling. I like, don't know if they, I don't know if they can beat the Niners. They obviously, their sample size against the Niners yeah. this year is not great. Oh, I think Dallas can. But I think they're fucking good, and they're as good as I've seen them. And I, I think CD Lamb is amazing. Their yeah. defense is amazing. Like we got to like, take into also account that, like as you said with the Dolphins, like it's zero zero right now. Yeah. Like whatever happened in the regular season, bro, if the anything, Rams it's extra could go motivation. The Super Bowl right yeah. now. The, Ram, the bro, the Rams, the Rams are, Rams are, are good. good. Nah, they're not gonna do it though. But the Rams but, are damn good. Bro, fucking they are. Dallas, Dallas is gonna beat Green Bay by a good amount. They're gonna play Detroit no, or, you, or or the Rams. No, because I was just reading some of the comments. You would play either Philadelphia or like the Bucks because they'd be a lower seed. Oh yeah. Well, the Rams would be the Rams would be the next one up, and the Rams would play. The, All right. Well, the let's Niners go Bucks. Then, right. Okay. I think so the Bucks the, could be yeah. Philly in the first round, the wild card round. They could. The Bucks they are could. what? Uh, not because the Phillies. The Bucks won the yeah, division, right so they're that. the four seed. Philly's yeah. the five seed. Yeah. The six seed is the Rams, and the seven seed are the Seahawks. Yes. No, no, seven seeded. Oh, the Packers, line. Packers. Oh, so the Cowboys could yeah, play yeah, the yeah, Eagles. The if the Eagles beat the Cowboys. Bucks. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna smoke. <laughs> I man, like it, it's, it's it's the type of wins route. too for but me. But that's even better Still. though. If you have to go beat yeah. Philly and then you go and, that's and better you have for to you. beat San Francisco. Yeah. I'm just it's saying it's better for the for the Dak. I case. get that the Dak argument is that he has to go win the Super Bowl. My argument is that I don't think that's fair, and therefore I think if he just gets to the NFC Championship and wins two games, and it, like because it is a team sport, that's where we should. That's where I think the conversation should start. But what yeah. if you? What, what, what if the Cowboys lose the NFC Championship because of Dak? Well, then that's a whole different story. That's a different, yeah, exactly. Like if we're and talking he like an interception at the, he pulled a tour. Well, I would hope that he had more yards and a better completion percentage <laughs> and like more touchdowns than two. I, I got enough. You are 100 percent right to slam it, bro. What do you mean? Two in big games, I shit the bed. Like, <laughs> All right, now that's enough about Dak doesn't. Can we talk about Jordan? No, love, that's though? not a stray. Speaking of speaking of the Packers, Jordan Love, man. Oh yeah, he balled, dude. I mean, I, they didn't they didn't score a lot, but he what do you like over three twenty five? Bro, Jordan Love second, second in most passing touchdowns, yeah, bro. Crazy. 4,200 yards this year. This so year. many. Yeah. Yes. Jordan Love? To, to yes. end the season, no he finished way. as the second uh, his passing touchdowns. Behind 
Dak Prescott. Oh, yeah. Yep, 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 of course. He was seventh in passing yards. Bro. Good for him, man. To to think that, like, people were writing him off after some weeks. The amount of times Jack said he was ass on this podcast. It's crazy. (laughs) Like, yeah, we got to relax. Like, we haven't seen enough yet. They weren't, I mean, the Packers look pretty bad, but he always played well. Bro, it, it, he's, yeah, he's, bro, he's young. He's, he's making Mahomes-type throws like he's left had and right. Better, he had a better season as a starter, first season as a starter for the Packers than, than Brett Favre and Aaron Yeah, Rodgers. it's crazy. Both of them. Bro, it's he also, had one of the best seasons in the league this year for a quarterback. I think it's yeah. also, we got to talk about, like, we're sitting here, we just talked about C.J. Stroud and, like, the year he had under yeah. his, with his first year as an NFL quarterback. Like, we got to keep that same energy with Jordan Love. Like, Jordan Love, this was his first year as a starting quarterback. It didn't feel as heroic. Well, it wasn't as, like, sexy because it's, like, no. the Packers and they've been a great franchise. Oh, the Packers are sexier than the Texans. No, but the Texans, it felt like, yep. Out of nowhere, shitters. out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. the Packers, it's, like, the Jordan, like, we got to keep that. I'm, I just think Jordan Love is for real. Love Jordan is Love real. is, is Love the real is fucking the deal. Sitting, like, the Packers did it again. They got another fucking quarterback. And not only that, the Packers going into next year are going to have one of the best wide receiver trios in the NFL. And to me, that is... That is massive, and mm. no one expected that. You Romeo hit on Jaden. No, you hit not even. You hit on Jaden Reed yeah. from Michigan mm. State, who was one of the better. If it's not Puka, and it wasn't <laughs> Tank because Tank got hurt, Jaden Reed might be the best rookie wide receiver in this class. Zay had a good year too. Zay had a good year, but <laughs> Jaden Reed was better. So yeah. he had, bless, bless you, bless you, bless you. you. So Jaden Reed, Cold unbelievable. Man. You hit on that. Dontavian Wicks out of fucking Don butt fuck. Great name, also. Hit on that. Two touchdowns yesterday. I, again, I didn't, I didn't watch. I was tailgating. I didn't know who he was. And then Christian Watson, and then you add in also Romeo Dobbs. Like, the skill position, the wide receiver group in Green Bay is for real. So, yeah. man, shout, I, I'm, I'm happy for Jordan Love. a good Love. coach. Love is in the air. Hey, I'm, I'm happy for them too, man. They're, they're fucking good. I, I can't help but think about if Jordan Love was in San Francisco. Like, oh. if he was the quarterback for the 49ers. Oh, bro, you want to play that game? I mean, this would be the most talented team. I've already said they're already the most talented team, despite not having really an elite, elite quarterback. Bro, Jordan Love in San Francisco? Oh, my God. But then, what's the point of that? <laughs> what's the point of that? Uh, uh, greatest bro. team in the history of sports, bro? Was, no. Oh. Patrick oh, Mahomes on. in San Francisco is the greatest what team in the history Dan of sports. Dan Marino. Yeah, yeah but exactly. <laughs> John Elway. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Oh, man. Because I think that we could say the Patrick Mahomes in, in Kansas City thing. That's that's all. Like, that's wonderful. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, and this won't happen either. But the Patrick Mahomes is clearly the best quarterback in the league, so that's a stupid thing to say. But Jordan Love, a lot of people throughout this whole season will probably say Brock is better than Jordan Love. And I think at this point we can see that Jordan Love with less statistically well, outside of like these like super high efficiency marks, which – is an indicator of just having a great team that Brock Purdy has been able to do with like QBR and stuff like that. Jordan Love has had quite a few metrics that are actually better than Brock Purdy this year, and he's done more with less. And so, if he were in San Francisco, I or think it's a legitimate conversation. Like, would they be better than San Francisco? Well, Brock right also now? Missed, didn't play this last game, so his stats. I think Brock would have been up there. I I I get the argument you're making because you're like pure talent. Like we said with CJ Stroud, Trevor Lawrence, like which one are you going to take? I think Jordan Love was always more talented, but it doesn't matter because Tom Brady wasn't the most talented quarterback. It's what he had around him, how his ability to elevate others, like in and that mentality that got him over the hump so many times. So I get it with Jordan Love. I think he's far more talented than Brock, but it doesn't matter about the talent because yeah, Brock Purdy can still win fucking games. And if the Niners go win a Super Bowl, we can't just sit here and be like. Jordan Love is better than Brock because we got to give credit to what Brock Purdy can do. Well, we do don't know yet, yeah, though, that's not the but point. We, don't, we don't know yet, yet, though, that Brock Purdy is actually the one elevating. That's my point. As it is right now, we believe that the team is elevating him. 
That's but, my point. Which Jordan right. Love, Tom I think Brady, can... after long enough time, after enough time with Tom yes. Brady, we knew that Tom Brady was actually the one elevating everyone else. Yes. Where I think probably when he started, he won those two Super Bowls when he was young. Yeah. He had a fucking, the, some of the best defenses, best yeah, teams, yeah, like team. a, yeah. amazing teams around him. I don't think Coach. anyone was like, I mean, maybe he won MVP. I, I don't remember. But Super I, Bowl MVP. He, won, he might have won Super Bowl MVP, but did he win mm. MVP in those, within uh, those first couple uh, Super Bowl uh, years? No. My point is to say, right now, our theory is that the team is elevating Brock Purdy. We don't yet know that Brock Purdy is no, the I, reason No, I, I get it. I get it. We I don't just, know like, that yet. If he does that for another 10 years, then maybe we could say that. No, I get it. I, I just don't want to take I don't want to take I'm not trying anything. to take away from Brock Purdy. I'm just saying that these are two guys that we probably think are on a similar level right yeah. now. Probably. Maybe Probably. not. I think that there's a I case think people to be made. Put Brock. I, I think there's a case to be made, but okay. I think people put All Brock Okay, right, so high. since there's a case to be made, there's not a case to be made, made with Patrick Mahomes. That's my point. So, yeah, you could say, oh, Patrick Mahomes on the 49ers. And they both had better years. There's a case than, to be made with this. They both had better years than Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. So, there's a case to be made with this. So, it's just like, would the Niners be better with Jordan Love? I think, fuck. That, if they had Jordan Love, it's what it would be the Trey Lance experience going right. It'd be, well, it'd be Aaron yeah. Rodgers on the on the, the problem New is Trey Patriots. couldn't. The problem is also Trey couldn't stay healthy. So like it's it was hard to. Yeah, see, but even like, when he was healthy, he was he underperformed. Yeah, no, I get it. I I, I look. How like, about, imagine how the Niners if Trey Lance had fucking worked. Yeah, I get it. But how they could, would be the greatest team. Could ever. we credit Jordan Love, Matt Lafleur, and the Packers without having to slander Brock Purdy? Is my my who is slandering Brock Purdy? It's just you're we're discrediting him in terms of that system. I, he could be a system quarterback, hey, no, but no, no, that's no. okay. He's fucking. That's balling. what he's saying. He's saying that's okay. I've re- Jack has said all year. And well, like, feels slanderous. Uh, we know what this it is. feels slanderous. Is like there are guys that are more talented than Brock. Purdy. Like I like Brock. All Brock's consensus- a damn good quarterback. We're all consensus that Brock is the damn good quarterback, and his team is the best team in football. That makes him perform better. Ultimately, that you is how what, it works. You know what it is? It's not personal, Adam. <laughs> With the Niners, they're so good that we like talking about okay, other quarterbacks in that system. I've talked about Herbert in that system. I've talked talk about other guys. Now that Jordan Love is actually balling out and we can clearly see that he's elevating that team and he's really fucking good, how would he do in that system? Mm. It's not about Brock, it's, just, it's about the Niners. And it's about how good would they be with Jordan Love? Fuck Brock Brady. that, my friend. No, I get it. I get it. I like Jordan Love, so I will buy buy everything and drink Love. all the Kool-Aid that you're can you're we, sipping. But can we talk about the Buffalo Bills? Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're one of the hottest teams in the league. Definitely, uh, probably, what, the second hottest team in the AFC? The Bills? Yeah. yeah. I think they were 5-5 five and five when they fired Ken Dorsey. And, uh, oh, um, you know, that's now they're, nice. I think they I finished 6-1. Damn. Yeah. Good for yeah, them. They they're hot, man. They're scary. They're scary, bro. Uh, they're scary. Mm. But, in the AFC, but scary. here's what I'll say. And Josh Allen, outside of, like, Dak, and you take, we're going to take total touchdowns for, mm. for this argument with yeah. Josh. Josh had an amazing year, even though statistically from a completion percentage, um, there were some other stats that he was like bottom half of the league, but I'm just taking total touchdowns. Yeah, a bunch like, of INTs. I think yeah. he might have let it And we, we, we started, we talked about coaching, right, yep. with the Eagles, and I think coaching mattered with Ken Dorsey, and yep. obviously Josh Allen has had moments. But at the same time, Josh Allen finishes PFF's number one graded quarterback, and there's reasons for that. There's metrics to, to measure that. I think when it comes to Josh, though, like he, he – he's closer to that Dak argument for me, right? When we were talking about what does Dak need to do to, like, stop the slander, Josh Allen's slander will stop yeah. only if he goes to the Super Bowl. He doesn't have to win it, but only if he gets that team no, there. Certainly if Josh Allen loses in the Super Bowl, he will not be slandered anymore. Yeah, he's, right. He's I think looked at like Joe Burrow. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Just like Joe Burrow. Yeah, Not even. I think a lot of people, I, it feels like most people slander Josh and take Joe over Josh. But if you look at the actual stats and then we talk about the context, right? We're, we were just talking about the Packers versus the, the Niners. Like, Joe Burrow's had more. 
And that's okay. But when it comes to Josh, the Bills, yeah, I mean, they're one of the hottest teams. I will say that Dolphins game, like, what makes the Bills, I think, incredibly scary is that they've had injuries on defense, and yet the defense is what won them that game yesterday. So, like, the offense, we haven't seen this high, you know, high-powered, you know, through-the-air type of offense that we've seen in years past with Josh Allen. It's been, it feels like, as of late, the defense and running the ball. Yeah. And that's a scary combination when you have an elite quarterback like Josh Allen who can be Superman at times. So, I do think that yesterday's game is not as much of an indicator of how good the Bills are because I think the the Dolphins actually lost them. They Three turnovers, like, two are throwing an INT at the end of the game. Stop, like, they, no, the Dolphins held them through three quarters to seven points. Won, they think. No, I agree, but I think that's my argument of why I think the Bills are scarier than, than kind of coming out of this game because their defense won them that game. Like, we haven't seen their offense take off. So, I think Josh Allen's a damn good quarterback. And we know that they can. And, and we, we know, know that, that they, they can. can. It's yeah. the Chiefs' we argument. Can. Yeah. Like they, yesterday's they, they game is, turn it on. Yeah, yesterday's game is not as much of an indicator as I think. Stephon Diggs had a great be. game yesterday too. Yeah, they, that was and he's easy. been terrible all year. Yeah, like well, he was good to start, and then yeah, he. No, but yeah. I'm just saying, like, well, they it, moved it's another moment of like the slot, he. Bro. They've kind of been underperforming offensively, and yet yeah. their defense and run game is like still there. And and if they flip the switch in the playoffs, like they're they're kind of unbeatable. So yeah. I think there's very few teams that have a chance of beating them. I would love to see them in the AFC Championship against the On my flight this morning, though, there were a ton of Bills fans, and they were we were talking about the Steelers, and they were saying, like, it, w- it is a very Bills thing to potentially lose to the Steelers, which oh, I don't agree with personally, but... 100%. It's it would be. It's interesting to hear that angle from a Bills fan. They're still like that, though, where it's like, they could beat any team, but they could lose to any team. Yeah. Buffalo. And well, we so saw they it. Didn't they, they, almost, they almost lost to Easton Stick in the Chargers. Yeah. They barely yeah. got over the Patriots, right? Yeah. And yesterday's game against the Dolphins, it wasn't like they were like it. No, leaving that Dubs. game, you weren't like that's that team is far superior, like yeah, like they, they have been in years but past. It wins a win, you know. No, of course, yes, of course, wins, of and course. they have playoff experience. Oh and yeah, that's the scary part. That, like we know that they can be good in the playoffs. And but man, if you're Baltimore, you're so happy because the AFC just looks like a cakewalk right now. Mm. Like I know Buffalo looks good and they've been winning, but like we just said, a couple of those wins were just like they kind of squeaked by. Whereas Baltimore has just been blowing everybody out the water. They should be excited. Yeah, but I don't know. The thing I that I like that, about though. this year's NFL is that I, I legitimately think there's a chance for, like, not the one seeds to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, the two seeds, Dallas. Well, I'm going to counter what you just said, which is, like, if you're Baltimore, I think that actually hurts Baltimore because they could overlook a team easily, and you could have a Buffalo come in. Yeah, or I don't Kansas think they're the type to overlook teams. Nah, nah the Ravens are too. They're too. It would not shock me point differential this should have been crazy, which means that they don't overlook we teams. Gotta, we got to wrap up shortly. Can we do a little bit, little bit uh, let's do a little bit of, Year recap. Let's get it. All right. So yeah, I want a lot of people you. watching on cool. TikTok. Uh, host of the year, Adam Tabashnik. Yeah, Jack Brody. Yeah. Facts. Mm. Shows up for work. Look at him. He's not even here. Uh, I want to recap this year's NFL season now that the regular season is over. Some top of mind questions. If you think of anything, top of mind. Let me know. All right. Um, what was your favorite moment of this NFL season? Anything oh, you can think of? A moment that you remember God. from this season that was like, that was fucking awesome. Is it weird to be like, just because this is the first thing that came to mind, is Jack Brody getting a caps off tattoo in the season because... <laughs> that was cool. That what was did, before the season. I think it was before the season. That was, that was the season. Season, yeah. Yeah. Never mind, that wasn't the season. He was ranking his quarterbacks, right? Mm. Yeah, he was ranking his quarterbacks and he got an the caps season. off tattoo. That was good. I'm trying to think of moments. I want to hear, uh, while, while we're thinking about this, people in the comments, yeah. throw, throw your uh, favorite Comment moment. what your favorite moment was of this season. Favorite moment of the NFL season. This is hard for me. Outside of Honestly, Adam probably, the probably the Cowboys beating the Eagles by 30. Ooh, yeah. That was pretty sick. Yeah. Yeah, fuck the Eagles. Yeah, agree. That was fuck pretty lit, man. 
What else? Oh, I would say the Dolphins putting up 70 on the Broncos. Like that, yeah, that, oh my God. That okay, just felt this so is a little easy. fucked up, but it is kind of one of my favorite moments. What? Um, not Aaron Rodgers getting hurt. I want to specify, I did oh, not enjoy Aaron Rodgers getting but hurt. But Aaron Rodgers getting hurt. But watching my Jet fan friends react to Aaron Rodgers getting yeah, hurt funny. was funny. one of the most entertaining things that happened to me all year. Nah, that's a funny situation. I was home with my roommate who's a diehard Jets fan, and he, was, he went full-on catatonic. Did mm. not speak for an hour. Catatonic. He, he was so shocked. Another he just good word. sat there stunned. Like, Rodgers came out with the fucking American flag. He looked all dope as shit. The stadium was rocking. We could hear it from New York City, like... And then, and then it ended. It kind of just, the Jets jetted. Ended. Yeah, that no. was what it is for me, is I called that the Jets were jetted did, did, and did, the Jets did. jetted. And, and that was, I again, Rodgers, love you, man. I hope you come back and ball out next year. Shout out Bars, he said. But, uh, watching uh, the Niners get destroyed by the Ravens. That's, yeah, yeah. Mm. watching Brock Purdy throw four interceptions and prove that he's a product of the system. And Sam Darnold coming out in Jesus. week 18 and actually balling. Yeah. Also Tommy DeVito. That, was, that fun. was fun. That, that was, fun. was fun for me. Well, my least favorite moment is just a multitude of moments. It's all the injuries. It's just the Dolphins. No, no, no. The whole the, season. The whole, oh, the whole season. season. Like it just. Oh, yeah. it, I, and I could easily what was be wrong. It, ten starting quarterbacks, got dude. It? I could easily be wrong, season? but I'm gonna go out on a limb and say this is the most injured season in the last decade. I'm, in the I've I've think someone said like that. that because it well, feels like that from starting quarterbacks. The amount of Achilles that were torn, the amount of ACLs that were fucking. Could we just count quarterbacks for a second? Rodgers, Kirk Cousins, Joe Burrow, Deshaun Watson. Uh, on the field. Who? On the field. On the field. Uh, he got hurt off the field. Tyrod. Anthony Richardson. Tyrod. DeVito. Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. You got all those guys? No, but I'm saying starters. Guys who started the season. I mean, I'm going to miss guys. Who else, who else we got? Who else we got? Comments. Give it to me. Well, Gino wasn't out. Gino Herbert. Out. Did I say Herbert? Mm. Herbert. Um... We're going to easily miss people. I don't know, man. There's a fucking lot. Kirk? Kirk Cousins? Did you say him? Did you say Kirk? I said James? Kirk, yeah. Okay. Uh, Tannehill? Tannehill. What, did he get hurt? Kenny Pickett? Yeah. Horrible. Point is horrible. What a terrible were, year But it's injuries. not just the quarterbacks. There were so many injuries across the board. It just, it, it, it's ridiculous. I would say my least favorite thing, if, if that's what we're doing, yeah. it was... The penalties, man. A lot of them. Mm, they, Whether it be rough in the passer. Referees this year were really bad. Mainly rough in the passer, but also uh, like late hits and, and missed pass interferences or, or wrong pass interferences. Like a guy, a safety. Who was the guy that got ejected for the hit on the... Uh, oh, the Broncos safety? Yeah. What game was that? It was Broncos... Colts. He hit Michael Pittman. Yeah. Shit like that, was bro. It like... What do you expect a fucking was safety was to do? Justin Simmons? Who was it? I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think some of these, these, these calls, bro, like, you don't want defenders to play ball. Like, you just don't, like, like what are they going to do? You, you, can't, you can't touch the quarterback. You can't hit a receiver when you're running towards the receiver to make a tackle in case he does catch it. doesn't make any sense. So, I think the, uh, the referees, man, I should, that sucked this year. That's I want to know you. Uh, I'm going to ask this question to people on TikTok, and I'm going to ask it to you guys. I want each one of us to pick one person, and we were talking about it a little bit, but... Who was the one person in the NFL that you enjoyed rooting for the most this year, mm -hmm. like in the regular season? I feel like fantasy may excuse me. Here. Yeah, that's with that, which is fine, which so, is fine. I mean. That's, <laughs> it does, bro. So I'll tell you, and then I, I traded him away, but I had him for like Oof. probably 
for like nine weeks. Who? Mike Evans. Ooh. Mike Evans is fucking awesome. Yeah. Like he does not, and we've talked about it a lot this year, but like Mike Evans just hasn't gotten the respect he's deserved in the last 10 years in the NFL. And he just balled out with yeah. Baker Mayfield as his quarterback. Now yeah. Baker obviously balled too, but I'm just saying Baker's like going having him in fantasy was awesome. He was great for me in fantasy. I ended yeah. up trading him away. I got Debo instead, which was better. Fake fan. Um, but Mike Evans was very excited to watch this year. Lipe, right what would you I'm say? Just happy that he balled. Oh yeah. man! In general, Dak Prescott, Ooh. obviously, yeah. <laughs> because like I, I I hung my hat on the fact that last season was an anomaly, and I really had to go hard on that one, you know, and say like the interceptions. Yeah, you dug your feet in the sand. The, yeah, the interceptions yep. weren't that. That wasn't his mo. Look at the all-time stats, all this, all that. The, the receivers were bad. The offensive line was bad. And then this year, he came out and he actually he did after the San Francisco game when Mike McCarthy was like, "All right, we're actually going to start trying now offensively mm-hmm. and get our best players the ball." God, he turned the fuck up. I, I wish I would have seen a whole season of that because he would have definitely won MVP. CD would have been the number one in receiving yards, which then would have been every single stat. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Dak in general, fantasy wise, probably uh, probably Justin Fields. Still, I love yeah. Justin Fields, man. I, I just want to see Justin in, in Atlanta next year. I know they have other options too. They could go for a Russell Wilson or or a Kirk Cousins or one of the young guys in college right now that are coming out. But Justin Fields would make them fucking good. The easy answer for me, I think you both know where I'm gonna go with this is Puka. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. like rooting for Puka and seeing him succeed, also seeing how fucking adorable he is. Like He's the videos adorable. on TikTok of him and his girlfriend at the, the Lakers, Lakers game, game. cheering oh for LeBron. God. He was like, "It's LeBron James!" Oh God. Someone that's so likable to root for, really and is. also just you add to the fact that like week one, Felipe and I were talking about yeah. in fantasy Puka even before I think it was Bro, before we week one that reaction. Felipe was like, "Who the fuck is that?" Yeah, right? like, and now here we are talking about Puka. He just broke poss- the. He's one of the best rookie wide receivers Bro, of all time. All time. Crazy, yeah. Bro. So I rooting for Puka this year. It was so much fun. I got also, dude. I know you weren't going to say this, but watching Tyreek Hill, yeah. this, this was Tyreek Hill's best year of his career. Yeah. And it was the most exciting year of, totally. as a wide receiver I've seen in a while. Like, it felt just like, he, dude is fucking different, man. Yeah, like, he is. He's he special. He's just, he's just a likable guy. Yeah. Um, and then Sean McDermott lit his house on fire because he's a terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I think that's all I got. I was going to ask, like, game of the year. I don't know. But it's hard to year? remember off the top. Uh, I don't have game any of the like year? off the top of my head, but game of the year. Probably the Giants beating the Eagles in week 18. Ah, that's a good one. It's a good yeah, one. I called that one fucking weeks ago, bro. You did. You did. It almost fucked me in the I'll picks. be honest. Like, the Josh Dobbs run was kind of fun. Oh, that was fun. There were a couple of... There were a couple Josh of... Josh Dobbs was lit. That was like <laughs> Josh Dobbs went on an insanity run as well. Yeah, he did, unfortunately. Yeah. The regular season was wild. Like, let's just take... Like, you had Josh Bizarre. Dobbs runs. You had a Tommy DeVito run. At one point, you had the Vikings that were like, wow, they're going to blow it up. Should they? What should they do with Jettis? What's going to happen with Kirk Cousins? And they go on a run, and they almost make the playoffs. Yeah. The Lions are one of the better teams in the NFL, a team that for 30, 40 years hadn't been able to do anything, and they go out and win the division. Yep. You had Tyreek, uh, the first time wide receiver might have gone for 2,000, but then you don't go for 2,000. And on the opposite end, you had like a multitude of wide receivers go over like, 1,400, 1,500 yards, which Man, is You had the most hyped-up New York Jets team of all time absolutely shit the fucking bed. Okay, well, <laughs> not really. Sort of. And then Joe Flacco, Super Bowl champion. Bro, Baker. Joe Flacco goes in within his former team's division and dominates. Baker Mayfield. Oh, Baker I, Mayfield. 
who we put, we wrote off as like a fucking bottom five quarterback last year. Remember before he went to L.A. last year, Jack was like, Baker Mayfield's the worst quarterback in football, Like, and there's yeah. nothing you could say about it. Well, that's why we kicked Jack off the pod. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. The, for that exact we, take. We actually didn't get to talk about something I, that I think is very important to talk oh, about. What? I know we've been going on for a long what? time. What is it? The picks? Well, that's another thing. That was Shit. what I was going to bring up. The greatest thing of the NFL season happened uh, at 12.01 last night. Arthur Smith got fired. Arthur Smith, oh, see ya, you fucking douche. Yeah. Arthur Smith got fucking Bro, fired. Bro, he knew he was going to get fired. Why the fuck was he so nah. pissed at the New Orleans head coach? Like, you know who I root for oh, the yeah, most? Yeah, shout out to Jews. Shout out to yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know who I root for climbing. the most? You reminded me. Jameis Winston, always, bro. Oh. Number one guy I root for the most. His answer yesterday in the locker room when they were like asking him about the, the handing it off to Jamal Williams when they were in that victory formation. Phenomenal, man. Dude, At least Jameis Winston is that motherfucker. He's easily the most entertaining guy in the league, Jameis Winston. What are you, while we're on the Arthur Smith, though, who do you want to see go coach uh, that Falcons team? Uh, <laughs> I don't uh, know who's... Staley. I wish, like... <laughs> <laughs> Brandon Staley. You wouldn't want to see Belichick in Atlanta? Hell no. I mean, he doesn't I want fit the culture I want to offense him. No, he doesn't, but I also want to offense him mine. Bobby Slowick, Brian Johnson. Brian Johnson? Who's the OC in... Who's the OC again in... Ben Johnson. Fuck. In Philly? No, the OC in... Uh, Flores. In Detroit. No, please Oh, the OC no. in Detroit? Yeah. Brian Flores will ruin Something that like that. Like, if Biennemi wasn't in Washington, I would love him. Oh, mm. Like, that would be fucking nasty. Because then you actually give your best players the ball, bro. Like, Tyreek being good in Kansas City. That's crazy because he's talented and you give him the ball. Oh, the fuck? Good take. When Kareem Hunt was there, you give him the ball. <laughs> the fuck? Travis Kelsey, you give him the ball. Ooh. Imagine this Falcons offense if Drake London, Kyle Pitts, and B. John Robinson actually touched the fucking ball. Oh We're going to see it. We will. 2024 is the year, baby. What a year. Let's go. Oh, my God. God, that was hot. <laughs> dude. I'm excited, dude. Oh, man. We're finally going to see talent be talented. Yeah. Yeah. Good take. Absolutely. Good take. That's what happens. Oh, man. You also had, yeah, the Texans made the All right. Best. Can we talk about it? Yeah, let's How do I it. I had the greatest back. I had the greatest comeback story of all time. Let's go. Talk about it. I had the greatest comeback story of all you time. Do, no, you do. Confirm. 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 Greatest Should comeback story. Should we set story. it up just like we did with Duff Climbing? It was a... Uh, <laughs> Eight-minute video. Because I want to be very uh, clear. Like, this was the craziest thing I've ever seen. It was a I found this. We found this out at 4.30 in the morning last night. Uh, I, this morning. I had been losing in the picks throughout the season for the last, let's say, like, I don't know, seven Put weeks. Put between your pants. Six, seven weeks. Oh, relax. Jack, I think, had a healthy lead for... Soon. Jack had a healthy lead for a while. You and Jack were going back and, back and forth, forth yeah. as the leaders. And I was, Felipe and I were falling behind. And then last week, I fell behind, I think, four games going into week 18. Before you explain it, why did this matter so much? We made a bet. This mattered a lot because we made a bet at the beginning of the season that the person who picked the fewest number of games correctly, correctly. would have to either shave their head or get frosted tips. Bingo. Or both. Like in sync back in fucking 2001. JT. I just picked a year. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> I don't know that, right. that worked. That worked. But it felt right. Uh, shout out, JT. Exactly. Shout out. Shout out. And last year, I don't know, for those of you who are diehards, I was not on the pick. So this is my first season as the picks. It was you. You uh, submitted your application. you guys. And I got accepted, thank God. Yeah. Got the job. But Barely. Didn't want to come in my rookie season and lose like that. I didn't want to lose. That would suck. And I, right, I like was, Bryce Young. Uh, I would, uh, you know, I'm not... Always the most knowledgeable. I, I come hey, with don't. I come with a little bit of a fan perspective, you know, a little bit outsider. Don't we got put yourself down. We got a pair of experts here. Jack and I played the fans, right? Right. So I was losing and I was like, fuck this shit. Very bad. And I'm going into week eighteen. I'm down four games to Felipe. Felipe's the right. in in third. Right. 
and Jack and Adam were tied for first, correct? Yeah, two games yep. ahead of me. So yep. six games. So ahead I was of you. six games back from first place. So I thought to myself, my strategy is just going to be pick against Felipe. Whatever Felipe picks, I'm just going to pick the opposite. So I think I took like seven or eight games differently. I think you took nine. I th whatever it was. I think I took, what, a bunch of games, maybe nine yeah. games differently than yeah. Felipe. And all I was counting on was beating Felipe. I was not paying attention to anyone else because I assumed Jack and Adam had the cake. Um, and I ended up going. Wait, wait, wait! Before you, but no, no, no! I want to. No, no, I'm I not going to say. I had probably the best week of the season this week in my picks. I had a bunch of underdogs. I took the Jets against the Patriots, who hadn't beaten the Patriots since 2015. I took the Titans against the fucking who was the, who were they? Jags. Against? The Jaguars. Crazy. Who you took the Jets? Who the Titans? Like Jags. Jack said. By the way, Jack was saying he was the one who said fucking Vrabel spoiler ball yep. for, the, for the Jaguars. Oh, he wasn't wrong. Took the Jets. I took the Rams against the Niners. That was mm. a big one for me. Yeah. I took a bunch of underdogs that ended up hitting. So I ended what up going, hold on. I ended up going 13-3 and three in the, on the week. But you were only looking at Felipe's. But I was only looking at Felipe's. I ended up losing to Felipe by one game. How so, many games did Felipe win this season? I, uh, this season? Felipe was 153. And I ended up winning 152 oh. games. Yes. Yeah, so you were like, fuck, I'm So I was like, fuck, I went to sleep thinking Your I am for sure. Was, was photoshopping my you. girlfriend went, used some AI app to, she was like, fuck, I got to see what you look like with frosted tips if I'm going to be able to talk to you or not, uh, literally. And so she made a little, little graphic. So this morning, so this morning, my flight, obviously, and I, I think it's important to call out the fact that one of the show, fans. I'm just going to show this to the camera. Yeah, it looks good. Zoom in. Zoom in. See if okay. we can get a zoom in. See if we can get a zoom in. in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, 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 with that's me tips. with frosted tips. So it brings, it brings me to this morning. My flight was at, I had to be up at 4.30 for a flight. Go Dolphins. Mm -hmm. And shout out Mrs. Lean Green on TikTok. Shout out. Who shout out messaged me. us. You saved my life, Mrs. Lean Green. Because we went into the night thinking, Matan, you had lost. You had texted us. We didn't even count the rest of the gang. Nope. So Mrs. Lean Green Jack DMs texted us. in the group, by the way. He said, I, I have the receipt. Before we see this message, Jack texts in the group. Like, when are you going to get frosted tips? Yep. So Mrs. Lean Green says, just because I love you guys so very much, and we love you too, I did the math, and I'm on the edge of my seat for the frosted tips off. Now, this happened at 9.01. This is in the middle of the Dolphins and um, Bills game. So she said, Adam is the clear leader, and she said, brava. Brava. I think, bravo, brava. Yep. Showbiz. I like brava. Congratulations to That's myself. But then she said, Felipe is 153 and 102. Mm. Matan is 152 and 103. And Jack is also 152 and 103, which, which means, means the Dolphins and Bills game, and we didn't even know. I took the Bills. Was he took the Dolphins. Who was going to get the frosted tips? And what ended up happening? The Jack. Bills won, and I fucking, got, I fucking won, and Jack lost. Jack fucking lost. So, yeah, this morning, we actually still have yet to hear back from Jack. He has not answered. No, he hasn't. <laughs> he laughed at the message, but uh, he did happen to leave. Very conveniently at the right time. Yeah, well, no, he it's, he's still going to have to do it even though he's at better. So make sure yep. to go comment on Jack's post. All of better all of better stuff, comment. Yeah, we yeah, got to Go comment at on tips. better. Say Jack has to frost his tips yes. or at caps off. Dude, insane though. Really insane. And comment on all his Twitter posts as well. All his tweets. tweets go to Jack underscore Parodi on Twitter and just tweet at him. X at him. Do what you did to Dove Climbing, do to Jack. But yeah. just do it like, yo, you got to frost your tips, bro. Where your tips at? <laughs> Show us Where your tips. Where the tip. tips at? Exactly. Awesome. So, yeah, that was a play. Play. So, that was a congratulations on your comeback, Dude. bro. I'm so happy. Hey, congrats, bro. You earned it, man. Your Thank head you. would Honestly, not have looked good. Honestly, my favorite moment of the season was that, your comeback. I 
Couldn't agree more. My favorite moment is you wearing a Dolphins hat right now. Miami has the Dolphins. The, the greatest, greatest football team. We take them all. All right, we've been doing this for way too long. Yo, thank you for listening to the Capsule Podcast. We'll see you next time. Peace. The Caps Off Podcast is brought to you by The Game Day. Starring Adam Tabachnik, Felipe Fontes, Jack Parodi, and Matan Mann. Check out our socials at Caps Off Pod on Instagram and Caps Off Podcast on TikTok. Subscribe to our YouTube at the link in the description if you want to see more content and watch our videos. Don't forget to go to thegameday.com for all the best sportsbook offers.